Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K, as in bank, at Ethos Pelicans is the show, Uh, E-T-H-O-S Pelicans. And you can go and follow us both on Twitter, that would be much appreciated. And while you're there, if you're on an Apple device or Spotify or wherever you're Listen to your podcast, go on there and give us a rate and a review because we love the support. And uh, as I've said on the last couple of episodes, we were tracking towards biggest month and we have reached it. So thank you all so much for tuning in each and every episode. Uh, it does not go unnoticed and uh, I appreciate that people keep listening and keep tuning in. It is, um, it is really nice to see and uh, having that support around the world oh, makes me blush. But anyway... What are we here to talk about? The New Orleans Pelicans, uh, the road trip that they've just, well, they're currently on, but they had a little weekender away to the mountains of Utah. Shim, there's mountains up there. It looks pretty deserty. And uh, a weird weekend. On one hand, one of the best games that we've seen all year by the New Orleans Pelicans, followed up by one of the worst. So a 50-50 split. We're going to break both of them down today, uh, as well as um, yeah, just chat pals in general. So before we get into that, of course, we need to thank our sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. Give yourself a deposit match. Uh, they're doing some bonus bets and stuff over there at the moment as well. So if you go and have a look, uh, there's some boosted odds on a few different plays that uh, keep coming up. So not a bad little uh, hustle there if you want to make some dollary dues. So go and check them out. Tell them HOOPBALL sent you using the code HOOPBALL when you sign up. And uh, no doubt... As we transition to Sports Ethos, uh, the codes will change. But at the moment, it's still HOOPBALL for more reports. In addition, manscaped.com, same thing, use the code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, get yourself free shipping 20% off, Um, help the show grow, help sports ethos grow, and uh, while the transition happens, I guess the codes remain the same, but uh, no doubt they will change in the future, and I'll relay them to you on here. Alrighty, so... Friday night, Saturday night, back-to-back, Utah Jazz. Let's start with the fun one. Let's start with the good news. I always like to deliver that first, and then we can finish on a bit of a reflection as to the second game of the back-to-back. We had a little mini-series against Utah Jazz. You know, they were paying 7 bucks in um, the Pelicans, um, pardon me, uh, were paying $7 to win. Uh, I had a look at it and said, no, I was tempted. And I'm speaking in Australian gambling terms, so you can convert that to whatever it was. I think it's like a 
six six fifty or something. I don't know how it works over there, but uh, not a bad little payout. Seven times basically what it was going to pay out. Didn't put any money on, um, alas, but we freaking won, and it was one of the best games that I have seen us play for four quarters for a long time. Honestly, this season. There were so many situations in this game where we should have just lost. Where Pelicans of the past would just lie down and say, yep, it's too hard. Um, we're going to stop moving the ball. We're going to end, you know, and we're going to lose. Instead, what we saw was unselfishness, recognizing the hot hand, and a game winner from Devontae Graham. And I cannot get over how good of a sequence that was uh, with the, to the lead up to that uh, to that shot. Let me set the scene. Brandon Ingram starts taking over. We're down by, I think, six it got to uh, in the last couple of minutes. And Brandon Ingram was trying to force the shots. He was getting there. He's getting a couple, but uh, he went a bit ice cold. And, you know, either he's your closer, he's your all-star. And um, unfortunately, it wasn't falling for him. Now we're honing in on him. We started moving the ball. Um, Donovan Mitchell is just starting to get going. He had been clamped by Herb the whole night and decided that now the fourth quarter was when the uh, the cream rises to the top and starts, uh, you know, lighting it up. So, we miss the shot and Donovan runs all the way up. We've dragged it right back. Let me let me rephrase. We've dragged it back to, to one point. Uh, two points, pardon me. And... Donovan Mitchell runs down the court, travels um, unbelievably. Herb puts his arms straight up. Jonas grabs the ball, rips it out of the hands of him off the rebound, off the missed shot, and we're off to the races. What, a couple of seconds left, three seconds or something. Brandon's hooking up the court. He underarm shovel passes it to Devontae Graham, who rises up. Bang. Got it. I watched it on... I don't know, about 12 hours later. And so I've been dodging Twitter. I hadn't heard anything. Um, I had to turn Twitter notifications off because I sometimes see them pop up and that um, spoils it for me. So if I don't respond straight away, well, that's because I'm just dodging the score. Um, and he freaking hit it. Oh, we weren't ballistic. We were sitting in here. Lark and I were um, watching it. It was about 10 o'clock at night. And we were screaming. It was unbelievable. I cannot believe that they've managed to hit this shot. And after all of the heartache that we've seen this year, to have a game like that, it was it was like a bit of a uh, release valve. You know, you're sitting there going, oh, there's, there is something there. And I know we get on here and, and I preach it a lot that, you know, patience and we wait for the team to be healthy and all that sort of things. But we also talk about stealing games. And that was a theft. Because we're not meant to hang with Utah. Based on standings, Utah's meant to smash us. You know, they're right up the top of the West. Um, they've got two All-Stars. Pretty well, three really with Connolly as well. And, you know, we're 14th and they're third. 13 and, and uh, 7 on the, on the season to our 5 and 17. You know, we're not meant to hang with them. They've got fantastic players. They're really deep. They shoot so many threes. And... We managed to hang with them, and it, it's credit to the guys for hanging tough, for not giving up, and that is something that I think Pelicans uh, teams of the past 
have been really bad for is that we get down and we realise that the, the mountain's too high to climb. We can't do it again. This was not like that. And it was led from the defensive end. And then when it got to the offensive end, unselfishness, moving the ball. We talked about this 0.5 offence that Willie Green's been implementing. The ball was moving. It wasn't sticking in anyone's hands. No one was taking really bad shots. You know, there was a couple of carry-on ones. But otherwise, the guys played hard. And in a game where they were letting a lot go, and there wasn't many free-throw attempts for the whole game, this was a statement win. And one that the guys should look back at as one that we should all be pretty happy with, but also one that you can hang your hat on and say, we can hang with anyone. And when you're getting another all-star player and all-NBA talent coming back, hopefully in a couple of weeks, um, I mean, I've been predicting all the way along against Detroit, but we'll see what happens. Um, it's game on, you know? And unfortunately, we didn't really double down on it the second night, and we'll get to that shortly. But I just want to highlight the things that we did well in this game and what, when we play at our best, looks like. So, I mean, 14 lead changes. We scored the final five points. You're getting 21 points from Brandon Ingram. You're getting 11 and 10 from Jonas Valanciunas. Devontae Graham only has nine points on the night. But then you bench. Nikhil, 15. Billy had 13 and 8 and 5 assists. Kyra had 10. Your bench came up big. Everyone contributed. Everyone that played, minus Sadoransky, scored. And he had two assists. So, that whole spread, when you're not relying on your starters to do the majority of the scoring, you're getting an even spread, that, that's how you win games. Because everyone's going. And does it happen every night? No, of course not. And we saw that in the, in the second game. But it was good to see that we have that potential to beat good sides. And that we can hang with anyone. So we've got to be happy with that. Now, field goal percentage, 42%. 11 of 27 three-pointers. I don't know. I don't remember the last time we hit 11 three-pointers because that was fantastic. As soon as the ball goes in, you know, that's the only way to hang with teams like this. These high-volume three-point shooting teams. They had 13 three-pointers made, but only shot 39%. Well, so 1% less. But... You're sitting there matching them. Every time they take a shot, you turn around and punch them straight back. And that's what the good teams have to do. And that's what you have to do against good teams. Because they're going to keep coming. And you need to weather the storm and be able to uh, make good plays down the stretch. Assists. We had 27 assists on 38 made shots. How good is that? This ball is moving. It's fluid. People are putting their teammates in good position. Good to great. They've been preaching this all year. You got a good shot? If you can make a pass or find a teammate or, or, or you know, or get a better shot, get a great shot, then that's what you need to do. And seeing that, yeah, I was really impressed. Really, really impressed with that. Uh, rebounds, we, we did lose them actually, but you know, you got Rudy Gobert who is like 11 foot tall. Eight steals, four blocks, only 13 turnovers and we caused 17 off them. That's impressive. Because you can get out and transition. We, you manage to turn defense into offense and you get an easy basket. 
and and it saps the confidence. You could see Rudy Gobert was out there carrying on. Bogdanovich gets in his head and starts chirping. These guys get annoyed, and all of a sudden you've got them. You get in their head. They get a couple of stupid fouls. They get a tech. And in front of their home fans, where they wanted to come in and see some easy beats, they wanted to come in and, and watch them flog the New Orleans Pelicans, and they didn't. 18,000 people. And Devontae Graham put a dagger right in their heart. And you just love to see it. You know, they made their run in that third quarter. Uh, they outscored us. But otherwise, we were going. We clawed out of a, a five-point hole in the first quarter, stomped them in the second quarter, and finished strong and won the last quarter. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Really impressed with this. I mean, Herb Jones is fantastic. His box score does not credit how good he was. He was eight points, two rebounds, two assists, three steals, a block, four of nine shooting, he was just big time. Josh Hart, same thing, eight points, four rebounds, five assists. But he was everywhere. In the passing lanes, disrupting, uh, tip passes, knowing when to gamble, when not to. That's what you love to see. That's all we want to see. Nikhil Alexander-Walker was hitting big shot after big shot. He was 6 of 17 on the field, and it didn't feel like that at all. Because every time he needed to make a shot, we were desperate for one, he made one. Now, did he miss a whole heap? Yeah, he did. But when the chips were down and we needed a big shot, he came through. And that's when you need him. Billy, I played 18 minutes. You know, keeping uh, Big JV to 29 minutes, it gives him a rest. Especially on the first night of a back-to-back. 13, 8 and 5, he does his job. It's all you can ask. He's fantastic again. Hit a big um, three-pointer in, uh, in the second game. Hit a three-pointer in this game. It was all going well. Kyra, only nine minutes, but ten points. He was a change of pace. He was fast. He controlled the game. When he needed to score, he scored. And when he needed to pass, he passed. And that's all you can ask from a young point guard. Just come out and have a crack and control the game. Run your offense. It was good. Really good. So, key takeaways from that game. Number one is... You need to win by committee. Every single game that we have a chance of winning, it needs to be, I don't know how many is in the rotation, nine or ten? It needs to be a ten-man effort. Every single person that comes into that game needs to give 110% for 48 minutes. If you're in the game, you compete your ass off. And for the most part, in this game, we did. Chips were down, you stood back up, and you punched them right back. It's what you needed to do. And, And... To see it all come together, we talk about this margin of error being so small. Well, we found the margin of error and we snuck in and we knocked him out. We won. It was really impressive. Key takeaway number two is the bench is huge for us. If the bench is going, the team plays better. You get contributions from guys like Billy, from Nikhil, from Kyra. Um, Even when Sadoransky comes on, if he does something, sometimes he does. You know, Garrett Temple as well. Sometimes he comes on and hits a three. Sometimes he doesn't. But if you get these contributions, the team plays better. And, and it's all we ask is that when you come in and you do your job, you've been given these minutes. There's guys sitting on the bench watching. Come in and do your job. That's all we want. 
and and on that game they did. So I was really impressed with the guys uh, for being able to pull that one out. Third key takeaway is we can hang with anyone. You're going to beat the a team that what they finished top of the West last year. The team hasn't even changed. Maybe we caught them on an off night. I don't know. Maybe they underestimated us. But if you're coming in with that, what the, even the bookies are saying that you're going to uh, lose, get absolutely flogged. You know, they're paying seven bucks. You've got no chance in hell of winning. And then you come out and do that. Well, all credit to you. When the chips are down, that's when you've got to strike. When everyone counts you out, you've got to have that underdog mentality because if we don't, then we're just... We're just no good, and we're just going to keep getting stomped. So, all credit to the guys in this game. So, unfortunately, this Utah trip was not all roses. You know, we were all carrying on a bit and saying, oh, this is awesome, look at it. We then proceeded to come and get absolutely annihilated the next night. And... That's not what you want to have after a statement win. You don't want to come out and just get absolutely blown out by a team that you beat the night before. And we knew they were going to come. You knew they were going to come and strike first and they were going to go hard. Donovan Mitchell's not going to get kept a 6 of 21 two nights in a row. Rudy Gobert's not going to shoot badly. Guys like Bogdanovich and... and Ingles and Conley, these guys aren't going to have a bad game again. Jordan Clarkson, they did exactly what we did to them in that they just got contributions across the board. They had two, four, six, seven guys in double figures. And one of them wasn't their all-star in in Rudy Gobert. You know, that's a huge contribution. And, And when you get smashed in the first quarter, they shoot 37 on you and you only match with 23, you're in a big hole. You're in a massive hole, and what are you meant to do? You're not going to be able to catch them. Utah held the lead for the final 45 minutes of the game. Absolutely pumped them. And the effort that came in this one, it wasn't as good. The mentality was like, oh, we beat them once, we'll beat them again. And what Utah said was, well, we're into round two now, mate. Here's what we can do. And they absolutely lit us up. Three-pointing, uh, three-pointers, pardon me. You know, it was it was brutal. They shot 23-pointers, uh, tw- 35 and hit 20 of them, 57%. We hit eight. And three of them came um, from Jackson Hayes in garbage time right at the end of the, uh, of the game. We couldn't match them. It was zero of 20 from three. You just could not answer absolutely tore us a new one. Um, you know, we. St- I mean, a positive is that we had 27 assists on our 40 makes. People were passing the ball. We tried to stay to that. But when the shots aren't falling, what chance do you have? They go and drop 23 pointers on you, you know, 60 from three. It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. There's a lot more fouls in this game too. Um, but it, it was, we were just outmatched uh, by a team that, were really, uh, really keen to win and really keen to quiet the, the noise that uh, the Pelicans can hang with them because we got smashed. We really did. What it did mean is that all the guys are pretty fresh and we got a good burn from the deep bench. Uh, starters 
maximum played 26 minutes, which was B.I. and Herb, and otherwise no one played more than, than 25. So not bad for a recovery in the, um, after back-to-back, second night of back-to-back, but again, you never want to lose like that. And it was over by the end of the, or pretty much by half-time. The guys just had no fire left in them. Um, maybe they were caught up in the moment of the night before, but it, it was disappointing to see that you respond with that. You know, the bench were big contributors again. And I suppose it's because they played more minutes. But again, when your starters, when Brandon Ingram has 11 points on 4 of 14 shooting, you get not much from Josh Hart, not much from Devontae Graham. He was 2 of 9 shooting. Jonas Valanciunas had 12 and 12 in 22 minutes. And he was solid. But we didn't exploit the matchups in that. So there was plenty of switches, but... Instead of going to him, we sort of burned him a little bit, like we were going to settle for jumpers. And that was a big issue that um, we just didn't seem to address throughout the night. One bright spark, I guess, or two, is that we saw Najee Marshall and Jackson Hayes come in. Jackson Hayes, uh, if you recall last year, he got a big benching from Stan Van Gundy when he was playing crap and came out and played really well. He's done the same in this. He ended up top scoring for the Pelicans in seven minutes. He had 15 points, four rebounds, an assist and a steal, five of six shooting, three of three from three. And if this is the bloke that they were talking about uh, in Nashville of this guy that just absolutely dominated, well, I want to see more of this. I want to see that drive. I want to see that fire, and I want to see that consistency. So well and good to come out and score 15 points against the Utah's um, seconds. But I want to see this consistently. I want to see um, a guy dominate like this. If this is what your potential is, well, you need to play, and you need to play like this all the time. That's the big knock on Jackson Hayes is that he isn't consistent. And what I liked is that you were challenged. You got sat down. No one would address why. Purely because, It must have been because of performance. You come out and you, and you say, do you know what? I'm going to earn my minutes back. And you do that. So all credit to Jackson Hayes for coming out and doing that. Now I want to see it again. Because Billy's been doing it. He still had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists in 18 minutes. Take some of your minutes back. Make yourself a threat. And, you know, in a night where we couldn't hit threes to save ourselves, he hit three in a row. Good on you, Jackson. Keep keep going. Keep going because we know the potential's there. And everyone's saying that he's a beast. Well, he was in the preseason, so show us. And that's a good step in the right direction with that first game. So, otherwise, it wasn't one of those games that uh, you want to forget. We ended up losing 127 to 105, uh, and it was purely because we dragged it back in the last quarter. We outscored them by seven, and that was because our bench was better than them. Uh, otherwise, we were pretty much smashed throughout the whole game. Uh, wasn't too much to report as we talked about. You know, they dropped 23s on us and that was pretty much the story of the game. It was good to see Jose out there. Um, he had a bit of a run. He had five assists in six minutes. Um, everyone sort of contributed a little bit. Everyone that went on, the, uh, everyone that played scored except Jose had the five assists, as I just said. But um, otherwise, yeah, disappointing game. And now we've got to regroup because you've got to take on the LA Clippers. And we've beaten them before, and we know we can beat them, but now we've got to go and beat them there. And if you're going to go to the Staples Centre or the Crypto.com Stadium, 
and uh, think that you're going to win, well, you need to come out and you need to swing at them. And you need to hit them quickly. We can't have efforts like this where we let them get their eye in and hit threes. It purely is your clamp pull, George. You let the rest of them shoot long twos and you hope they miss. You grab the rebounds and you run. That's how you got to beat them. Are we able to beat them? Absolutely we are. It's another late game. It's 11.30am for me. So what does that make? It's like 9.30 game in New Orleans. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully we can come out and beat them. That's tomorrow. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to watching that. I'll be watching it live, I assume, because I have a week off work as I change jobs. So looking forward to that. I think I might leave it at that, guys. Zion, as we know, has had his scans and is cleared for 5-on-5. So um, we're going to see him soon. The team will be whole again, hopefully. And uh, maybe we'll start making a bit of noise towards the middle of the season. But for now, this has been the Sports Ethos Pelicans. I am Lyle Swithenbank. At Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. At Ethos Pelicans is the show. Stay safe, look after yourselves, and um, I'll have a chat to you after the Clippers game. Bye for now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.